This is follow-up commentary on our YouTube show about Brooks Kepka not going to the Ryder Cup. And this follow-up commentary is going to be focused on the powers in golf. What do the golf powers want to have happen? The golf powers are those same golf aristocracy entities that we all know. And in this particular sense, it's the PGA of America that owns the American side of the Ryder Cup. It's the PGA Tour that has all the players that are playing in that thing. And it's uh, the European Tour to an extent. And it's the PIF uh, as an outlier because the PIF is doing a deal, negotiating a deal with the PGA Tour, and the PGA Tour is involved in this Ryder Cup thing because they have the players. So what do the players want? And uh, we're looking at some comments on the the YouTube uh, video, um, and that's great. We love the comments. We love the debate. It's awesome. And do the powers want Kepka there? Suspend whether you personally want him there, or does he deserve to be there? Because Darkstar and I both think he deserves to be there. Yeah, he's seventh in the rankings. Of course he deserves to be there. It's incredible that he is seventh in the rankings, only being in four events that count towards the rankings, the four majors. That's how well he did at all those events. You know, that's a huge accomplishment. Will he be there is a totally different question. And the powers of golf, do they want him there or do they not want him there? So that's the story that we're going to talk about right now in this follow-up commentary. And I will set the table by saying we're going to, we're going to have a little story. It's the, the three meaningful people here are sitting down for, uh, we think, a scotch. We think it's a, an evening time beverage. Maybe it's a martini. It's Seth Waugh, Jimmy Dunn, and Ed Hurley. Okay? Ed Hurley, Jimmy Dunn, run the board for the PGA Tour. Seth Waugh is the CEO of the PGA of America. So those three guys are all members at Seminole. They all know each other personally. They're all finance guys in their real-world jobs. And they have had the conversation probably in person, I would think, because it's interesting. And they probably wanted to do it in person because it would be more interesting to them personally. So they sat down out at, you know, wherever, Shinnecock, National Golf Links, Maidstone, somewhere out in the Hamptons, let's just say, this summer, and had the conversation, which would go something like this. Do we want to have a live guy at the Ryder Cup? Seth, you own this thing. Do we want that? And, and does that help us? Does it help our entities, PGA Tour for the two guys, Ed and Jimmy, PGA of America for the other guy? Does it help us? Does it help the players? Does it help our relationship with the players? Does it help ratings? What does this do for us as the leaders of these entities? And I have a very strong opinion of how I want to walk through that dark star. But I'll bring you in right here. Your opinion of how that conversation transpired, because that's the beginning of it. There are only a couple of sips into their cocktails. And it's, what does this do for us if a live guy is in the Ryder Cup? And you could set the table any way you wish. I have strong feelings about it. Go ahead. You go first. I, my, my first comment, if that's, there's no upside for us. There's no upside putting Capcom there for us. Maybe a little bit in ratings, but the people in Australia don't really care. They're not going to watch because Kepka's there. So there's no upside to having a live guy. Does it help us negotiate? No. Does it curry favor with the players that are pissed off? No. Where, where, where's the upside? Exactly. Exactly. Do we want to do the right thing? Do we want to do the right thing? He's seventh on the list. Or actually, at the time they were having cocktails, he was in the automatic. 
in, yeah, automatic. So the conversation was, was going to be out. The math was there. Yeah, yeah. Somebody they probably were. Out. Hey, the math. Look at that. The math worked against Kepka, huh? <laughs> Funny how that works. The 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 casino has better odds. Hmm. Imagine that. Um, so you know, are we going to do the right thing and have the seventh rank guy be in there because he's seventh ranked and he's a he's a terrific player and he was on the last one. So. So, and they all looked at each other and they didn't even have to giggle. They know the answer to that. It's, they didn't even ask the question. Of course, that is a non-factor. Doing what is, you know, best for the game technically or what's right because he's earned it, Kepka, that's not even a factor. They didn't even ask that question. The question is a simple one. How does it help us, the golf aristocracy, what does it do for us? And that's the entire calculus from their point of view. And do they have the power and influence to make their point of view the point of view? Hmm, good question. We don't know if Kepka's going to be on the team. It's Friday, August 25th, and the decisions are coming out uh, next week. We'll have to see. But if, the, if you believe, as I do, that the golf aristocracy holds all the cards— Ultimately, if Kepka's on the team, it will be because they allowed it to be. And if Kepka's not on the team, it's because they didn't want him there. So let's cover it real quick. Why would they or would they not want Kepka on the team? They being the golf aristocracy. Jimmy, Ed, and Seth Waugh, CEO of PG of America. Dark Star, I have strong feelings, so I'm going to defer to you to go first. Why would they want him or not want him on that team specifically? Well, the only reason they want him is to promote some goodwill and maybe get some ratings. You know, but but it's goodwill for the negotiation and the players are still going to be anti that it's not going to help the player situation. They they have to negotiate as we've discussed you know, changing the bylaws of the way the PGA tour works with to give the players some actual say, they always thought they had some say when they really didn't. So once again, I, I just, I can't find any upside. Find me some upside. There isn't Uh let's bring in an interesting point. So, and I'll ask you, I'll get your reaction. So we, we, the golf aristocracy decide that we want Kepka there. Okay, fine. I don't see that being a thing. Because, as Dark Star just said, there's no upside. But let's pretend that they want him there, and maybe we can think of a reason why they would, although probably not. But let's say they put him there. Is the, is the PGA Tour players, are the PGA Tour players happy to have a live player on the Ryder Cup? Well, there's first of all, there's two PGA Tour players. There's the top players. Yeah, the, the Scotty Shufflers would like to have Kepka. They want to make sure they win. However, the average middle-of-the-road guy who wants to keep his card every year and wants to make a living does not want him there, doesn't want him anywhere near there, wants Zach Johnson to stick to his guns and say how I wouldn't consider a live player. So, the, yeah, the, the average PGA Tour player does not want him there. Let's look at it in this context. So were the players... The PGA Tour players, you know, number one through number 125, were they generally happy when June 6th of this year came to pass? And what happened on June 6th? They, PGA Tour board, 
announced that they were going to do a deal with the PIF and join together in a joint venture, and everything would be under one umbrella. The PJ Tour and Liv would be partners. Were the players yeah. happy? Dark Star. June 6th, that's D-Day, about as happy as the Germans were on the French beach. <laughs> uh, yeah, the players were pissed, okay? They were generally yeah. pissed. pissed. And yeah. they've spent the year bashing Liv. Blood money, bad guys, bad people, no morals, no scruples, no respect for the PGA Tour. They're gone. We don't want yeah. them here. They should go away. Okay. I think I've summarized Rory's sentiments and most of the players on down the line on the American side. I can't think of an American offhand who has said anything even neutral about live players and the live as a concept. John Rahm is the only guy I can think of off the top of my head, maybe Darkstar could be thinking while I'm talking, that has said something neutral, uh, even kind, uh, perhaps, about the, the live players and that John Rahm doesn't play for America in the Ryder Cup. So I can't think of anybody that has done that. I can remember Scotty Scheffler walking through Cam Smith's line on a putting green. That was not very nice. Um, but so no, they don't know. Okay, point number two. I think we can all agree on that. Point number two. Do the players think of the Ryder Cup as, the PGA Tour players, think of the Ryder Cup as their all-star game? Ah, uh, they sure do. They sure Absolutely. do. Dark Star, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, they to sure do. Picked. I mean, that's why these guys are out lobbying to be selected. These guys yeah. are auditioning to be picked. I've worked yeah. my ass off to make the Ryder Cup or try to make the Ryder Cup. Or the guys that could potentially get there have worked their tails off. And if I'm player 50, okay, I'm not going to make it. But am I rooting for another PGA Tour player to make it? Like a Lucas Glover? Am I rooting for him or am I rooting for Brooks Kepka? I'm player number 50 through 125 on the PGA Tour, Dark Star. Who am I rooting for? Kepka or am I rooting for Glover? Gosh, I, I, I maybe Glover? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm going to root for the rich Silly. guy who wins majors by showing up. Those guys don't even work over. You can imagine what tour player number 75 is thinking. Those guys don't yeah. do anything. They play three rounds of golf. They get paid millions of dollars. They're jealous. There's some jealousy yeah, going on. There's some animosity going on. There's hard feelings going on uh, as a, a at a conceptual level. I got a 2001 Volkswagen I'm driving around yeah, and I staying mean, at the Holiday Inn Express. It's, it's just you know. it's offensive to a lot of the guys. It's just It just is. And do they dislike Brooks Kepka personally? No. Yeah. I think you can easily be thinking the two thoughts at the same time. It's like, well, you know, Kepka's a decent guy. Maybe he's even a good guy. And there's DJ's a good guy. You know, DeChambeau's a decent guy. There's plenty of decent guys over there. But that, forget that. We're, we just don't like the, the, this whole idea that they're getting all this money and we're not. And we have to work hard and they don't. And so there's, there's friction. Let's just put it that way. There's friction. And, and, okay, so we can all agree on that. And now, with all this friction going on, is the PGA Tour, oh, as a business, Ed and Jimmy and Monaghan to an extent, although nobody cares what he thinks, um, is the PGA Tour aware that there's some friction with their players? 
Ah, uh, didn't the players just sign a letter recently to get some other guy that I've heard of once or twice onto the policy board as a player representative? Didn't that happen, Darkstar? I believe that did happen. I think it did. It was a guy, Tiger something. Tiger, name slips my mind at the moment. It's a Tiger something. Um, he That guy's going on the PGA Tour policy board to represent the players because they weren't represented in the players' letter. They wanted Tiger on the board, and we have a good show about that. Uh, and that all came to pass, oh, you know, long, long time ago. Out of sight, out of... Oh, no, it was a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago that happened. And now comes the Ryder Cup, their all-star game for the PGA Tour guys. The same guys who are ticked off at the PGA Tour, you know, entity, the 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 leadership, Ed and Jimmy, and Jay, I guess. But they're mad. They're ticked off. So if you're out in the Hamptons having a cocktail, talking about putting a live guy on the all-star team that your players are already ticked off at you, ah, uh, why would we do that? That would be sticking it in their eye, and that's not the word I want to use, but that would be absolutely sticking it in the eye of our players if we do that, if we allow that to happen. We'd have to almost apologize that the rankings work that way. And immediately somebody on in the play, that not on the Ryder Cup, some player, some well-known player, pick one, uh, you know, Webb Simpson, I don't know, somebody is going to come forward and get in a microphone and say, Kepka is taking a slot from a guy who's worked his tail off to get to that Ryder Cup. And that's wrong. And you know who's going to agree with that statement? A whole lot of PGA Tour fans and viewers. Players, fans. Um, who was it? Jaime Diaz on the Golf Channel said, absolutely, you can't take Kepka because he's a live guy. Lot, you know, there's still this is still a this is still a house divided. Absolutely. You still have the vast majority of PGA Tour players, fans, uh, commentators who do not want to have anything to do with live Absolutely. certainly don't want Kepka there. I mean, I was shocked that it's like, so he, uh, there's no way he should be on the team. What, what planet is that? What, what planet is that reality? Yeah. So, and, and I think the great thing about a Zach Johnson, who is really one of the most likable guys to ever won two majors in all honesty uh, you look at the guys that have won majors. Zach's probably the most likable guy. Bubba, so now you have Bubba. him as, like as your front man to stop Kepka from getting on the team. You know, you're not going to get a lot of blowback there. Not like there's a big rivalry between Zach Johnson and Brooks Kepka. Just, I, let's go back to what you highlighted towards the beginning. And this is just commentary, audience. So we're we're not going to go long. Um, that's what the podcast is for, because we could probably have another 60 minutes on this topic, because there's a lot of other elements that I'd like to dive into. But let's go back to where we started uh, with this commentary, and that is, what if Kepka being on the team, uh, what's that do in a positive way for the business of PGA Tour, and even the business of the P PGA of America? And, and when you, I say business, immediately think, audience, customers. <clears throat> what's it do for the business is, a, is really a parallel question to what's it do for the customers. 
does Kepka being on the Ryder Cup make what percentage of PGA Tour fans that are tuning into the FedEx Cup as we speak, what percentage of those fans, and those are hardcore fans if you're watching Eastlake because it's a snooze fest, um, are going to be happy. They're going to be happy that Kepka's on the team if he were to be on the team. Darkstar, you're a, a betting guy. You're a math guy. You're a smart guy. You're a scientist, in fact. What percentage of the PGA 20. Tour diehard audience is going to be happy that Kepka's there? 18 to 20, right? I think you're being my generous. Favorite, my you're favorite generous. Italian mathematician, Fibonacci number, 20. I think you're being generous. I think it's... I'm probably being generous, but I I'm think just it's trying to... five. It's 5%. It's a low number. And whether it's... it's low whether it's 20, because I could, you know, who knows for sure, but they, if they were smart, they would have done some focus grouping. I mean, that's what you really should. They should have got a pollster, a good one, from Washington, D.C. type pollster, and gone out and surveyed the, the audience. And and then and they would have the their way, answer. You know, you talk about audience. By the way, Kepka, who is a larger than life figure, who is going to take a lot of the oxygen out of any room he's in in Rome, he deserves to be there. Kepka has earned his way onto the team, no question about it. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the reality of the business of golf. And in right this very moment, we're talking about what percentage of the diehard PGA Tour fans who, you know, by uh, you know self belief. You know, they think they own the Ryder Cup. They think the Ryder Cup is part of the PGA Tour. It's not. But if you ask the average person in the average street in America, hey, who owns the Ryder Cup? Well, PGA Tour. It's one big happy family. No, it's not. But it, but that's how they think about it. So Kepka going to the Ryder Cup team not only ticks off most of the players that you're already ticking off, it ticks off most of the fans. And now we're, you know, we just ordered, you know, the round two of our cocktails out in the Hamptons, Dark Star, because we're there with Seth Waugh and Jimmy Dunn and Ed Hurley, and it's very lovely. And I can imagine the bar at the National, which I've been to once, um, is very lovely. And, you know, round number two comes, and it's a lovely bourbon, and it's like, holy crap, you know, this, there's no way we can have him there. You know, from all those for all those reasons. Now we'll leave it there because you know we'd have to defer to the podcast to go really deep on this business conversation. Uh, but there's I there's no upside here if if Kepka makes that team. Not that he makes the team. Of course he should be on the team. If Kepka ends up on the team, then that will be a fascinating. First of all, we will come out and say we were wrong. Secondarily, we'll analyze why in the heck is he there. Because it doesn't make any sense from a business point of view. And the PIF, let's yeah. I mentioned them earlier, the PIF doesn't care. They want a deal. Yasser Alramayan is worried about Newcastle United right now because their season's starting. He's not thinking about this all that much. Yes, of course he's aware of it. He's a smart guy. He's a worldly guy. Yeah, you know, he's aware of it. It's not a thing though. Ryder Cup, yes, Ryder Cup, no. Kepka's there, Kepka's not there. It's all gonna be under Nuco anyway. In fact, Let's we're going to go to the podcast and we'll put more stuff there next week on this topic. Let's we'll probably wait for the, the actual decision to come out because then we'll have a really good. We can either go deeper on why he wasn't there or we can pivot and say we were wrong and here's what possibly is going on. So either way, it'll be interesting. Let's do that next week. Um, Yasser uh, probably sees this as a negative if Kepka's there. I'll say that, and I. I may reserve my deep analysis for why that is for the podcast. 
Yeah, he doesn't want to have any friction. But I will say that Yasser is uh, against the idea of having Kepka there. But does he, is he, you know, so much against it that he would, you know, make it a firm statement and say, hey, look, you know, please, in the interest of thing, this, that, and the next thing, and I won't give you that list, don't, don't put him there, you know, to, to Ed, because that would be, or Jimmy, that's where the phone call would have taken place, where Yasser is, you know, worried about Newcastle yeah. United and Saudi Ramco and all the other things on his plate. But I, I will pick it up right there. So when we dial over to the podcast, um, for this topic, I'm going to start there, right on this point. Why is Yasser against having his own guy, Kepka, on the Ryder Cup? And we'll leave it there for now, because this is just commentary, and uh, I can't wait to do that podcast, so Dark Star. So I'm going to leave it there. And f- All right, me too. I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm looking forward to this decision. It's more exciting than any of the golf that's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, thank you, audience. Right. Uh, we're happy to bring this commentary right. to you. We're going to try to do that more often. With uh, some topics that come on, we can do maybe a 15 or 20-minute um, commentary on it. Uh, the deep dives will still be over on the podcast. And then uh, thank you for watching our YouTube channel. Appreciate it. We'll see you soon. And for now, uh, B-Team is out. All right. Dr. Darkstar is out.